Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, <laughs> garage logicians, at the start of a new year. This is brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. This is Garage Logic Podcast number 530, January 4th of the new year, 2021. Mm. Just two years ago, would that be the math right? Yeah, 47 degrees in 2019. <laughs> And we're the 30, have one of those days, are we? <laughs> no, no, we're 32 below in 1884. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media. John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Uh, courtesy of Mike Zipko, we will start this new session, this new year of Garage Logic, with a prayer. Oh. It'll be somewhat different than the prayer that opened Congress. I'll get to that in a moment. May the mayor lift up the light of logic upon us and give us common sense. Peace in our families. May there be moral integrity across this land. And dare we ask, O Lord, peace even among those living along the third rail. We ask it in the name of all that is logical and that is grounded in common sense. God is known to many different faiths as remains true to us all. Amen. Amen. Very nice. Amen. Amen. The 2021 session of Garage Logic is underway. Uh, this was the uh, opening prayer <clears throat> for Congress that was given by House Democrat Representative Emanuel Cleaver of Missouri. He ended the uh, prayer with a man and a woman. Wait what? a minute. Wait, wait a minute. He ended the prayer with a man and a woman. And uh, walk he, into a bar. <laughs> he doesn't even know what the word means. Amen right. is Latin for so be it. It has right. nothing to do with gender. Nothing right. to do with gender. <laughs> Hold on. But this self virtuous, he's a United Methodist uh, clergyman serving well, then he in the should house. Know. Well, he, should well, he know obviously that. doesn't. Amen is Latin for so be it. By the way, that, that leads me to uh, offer an observation I've had. Hold on just one quick second. Yeah. To also look into the policies that religious charitable organizations have in our legislation so that it can also be changed because maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to look uh, we, we like to say people well, kind, not necessarily mankind, because uh, yeah. it's more inclusive. There we go, exactly. <laughs> yes, thank you. We can all learn uh, from each other. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm glad you played that, thank because it, uh, it, it helps me uh, to make this observation. Why is there so much concern about women? terms of equality or recognition or what have you. The same people clamoring for this recognition of women who think they've been somehow diminished, these are the same people who don't believe in gender. So what difference does it make? These are the people clamoring for a woman president, for example. 
what difference does it make? You don't believe in gender. Well, you Joe, believe you've gender all... is you believe gender is fluid and therefore unidentifiable, and you can choose your own. So why why are we still concerned about women? They don't exist in your mind, Mysterians. They don't exist. Hmm. You don't believe in gender. And then you, here you have this pastor who's so ridiculously foolish that he thinks amen means has something to do with men. So he goes amen and a woman. Well, you've no? been big on um, uh, oppression for a long time, Joe. You've uh, always been a big proponent of that, haven't you? Oh, I love to oppress people. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's just fun. Especially women. Right. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Have they met your wife? <laughs> no. <laughs> The uh, behavior of Trump is uh, beyond the pale. Uh, it's, it's pathetic. Uh, he, is, uh, he has been hectoring the uh, Republican Secretary of State in Georgia, what's his name, Raffsenberger, uh, to find me votes, find me the votes we need to overturn the election. Uh, they can't. Uh, there's very many trustworthy pieces you can seek out that fact-check uh, Trump's claims about uh, voter corruption in Georgia. They don't exist. Trump said 5,000 dead people voted. No, but they do admit to two. They found two. Uh, and it goes on and on and on. Uh, Trump uh, is is literally uh, down on his hands and knees begging the Secretary of State of Georgia to overturn the election in Georgia. It, and if you're a, a believer that Trump is what stands between uh, rational human beings and a full-blown mystery, and in many ways he has been that fellow. He has been the fellow who stands between the mystery and life as we somewhat know it, but he's been a poor, poor messenger. But this tops the cake, and I'll tell you why. He's screwing things up. He is playing into the hands of Mysterians. I predict, for example, that the two Democratic uh, candidates in Georgia will win Senate seats because of Trump's behavior. And there you've lost the Senate. I believe he's put a permanent stain on whatever is called the Republican Party from here on out. But most importantly, what he's doing is playing into the hands of the progressive Mysterians who want to get rid of the Electoral College. All I have to do is keep this audio tape of, of Trump hectoring the people in Georgia for an hour. And they'll say, see, we can avoid this if we just go to the popular vote. And so he's going to ruin his party. He's going to put the Senate in complete Democratic hands, and he's probably going to bring about the end of the Electoral College. So if you think that's great, I can't help you. But his, 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 he, this might as well be a scene from The Godfather. I, I, his behavior in this case, it's... it's it's embarrassing. It's and it's more than embarrassing. But at this point, well, I I don't even know what to well, say. It's, it's it's worse than embarrassing. It's it's it's, it's damaging. It's, yes, it's dangerous and most probably criminal. Do you think he doesn't understand that, or he just well, doesn't bleeping care? He doesn't care. He doesn't care that he's ruining things for the country. He only thinks about himself. He's what pathetic. do you mean? This is pathetic. criminal, Joe. What do you mean by criminal? Well, altering votes. Yeah, you, you is, can't. Is that what you he, can't, yes. Does he actually suggest that? Well, let's go, let's go to the tape. Uh, I just want to find eleven thousand seven hundred eighty votes, which was one more than we have. Trump said because we won the state. So uh, Georgia counted its votes three times before certifying Biden's win by an eleven thousand seven hundred seventy nine margin. 
President Trump, we've had several lawsuits and we've had to respond in court to the lawsuits and the contentions. We don't agree that you have won. Audio snippets of the conversation were first posted online by the Washington Post, and uh, I've, I've listened to it. Uh, Trump's renewed intervention and the persistent and unfounded claims of fraud come nearly two weeks before he leaves office and two days before the twin runoff elections in Georgia that will determine control of the Senate. The president used the hour-long conversation to tick through a list of claims about the election in Georgia, including that hundreds of thousands of ballots mysteriously appeared in Fulton County, which includes Atlanta. Officials have said there is no evidence of that happened. There's no evidence of any rambling claim or allegation he made. And he's dealing with his, and then he was ripping the uh, Georgia Attorney General. Well, Don, that's that was your appointment. <laughs> that was your appointment. And the Secretary of State in Georgia is Brad Raffensperger. And he sat there and listened to Trump Saturday just go on and on and on and on and say, uh, you're wrong, sir. You you didn't win. You didn't you didn't win. Uh, it's uh, it's pathetic, and the damage he's doing is is terrible. It's just terrible. That's what people should be worried about is the damage he's doing. This country would be in I think uh, in terrible shape without the electoral college. Yes, it's it's worked marvelously for two hundred years. It's wonderful. And yes, even though it's not named in the Constitution, it was the brainchild of the founders. It goes back that far. The Electoral College is the brainchild of the founders. He's going to wreck that. He's going to turn the Senate over to all three branches will be in Democratic hands. And there'll be no such thing as a Republican Party until it can distinguish whatever that means from him. This is this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. And he, he just keeps comes up with these ass statistics. 5,000 dead people voted. 300,000 votes got shredded. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. All right. It doesn't pay, uh, paint Republicans in a, in a positive light because now the blanket accusations are, are coming down that uh, anybody that's ever voted conservative is, is like this and backs this up. You're exactly right. Um, yeah. I, I, the one thing, uh, and I have to admit, I've, I've read portions of it and only heard portions of it. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I can't find out anywhere in my search how the Post got a hold of this tape. Do you know, Joe? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, well, I obviously that. they were leaked the tape, I guess. Right. But I, it's just, it's it's a mystery that I, I'd personally like to clear up. I mean, who recorded this and who gave it to the Post? Well, I, 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 I'm glad it was discovered. Are you? Yeah. I, this is, this is, this is a soft coup he's attempting. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's an abuse of power to intimidate the Secretary of State of Georgia. I, I don't know how uh, uh, Trump supporters can live with this when you consider the end damage that's going to result. And, you, you know, last week, Joe, um, you had asked aloud, when do you think that the likes of CNN, which I flipped on uh, and, has, and has obviously been running with this all day, <clears throat> but when the likes of CNN or whoever is going to stop nonstop 24-hour Trump rip news coverage, and it's things like this that they will then use two, three years down the line 
And whenever something comes up or something is, is boffed by the, the Democratic Party, they're going to bring this up. They're going to bring up things like this. Kenny, it's my suspicion that he wanted this audio heard. What? Yes, this plays well into the hands of the, the Proud Boy environment in this country. This plays it's well so into ch- the hands of people who want him to remain. But Joe, doesn't it remind you of Nixon after Watergate? Carl Bernstein, it's funny you mentioned that. Carl Bernstein says that Nixon was a walk in the park compared to this. Oh, boy. This audio is uh, damning compared to anything they ever got on Nixon. Wow. Wow. Damning. But I think he wanted it heard. I don't hear him outraged that this was made public. I don't follow. I, I don't go to tweet as often as I might. But I haven't, I haven't sensed that he's out. I think he wants half the country to hear this. I think he yeah. wants half the country to believe that he's been robbed of the vote in Georgia. Oof. Wow. When you read that, though, there's just, it's so, uh, I, I, I don't think I'm down with that, Such. I disagree with you. Right. I don't think anybody would ever want that scene because it's just nothing but embarrassing. Fox 5 Atlanta obtained the full audio of Trump's conversation, but we don't know, uh, we don't know how. Uh, or who? Who? We don't know how they uh, got it. <clears throat> Others on the call included Mark Meadows, the White House Chief of Staff, and attorneys assisting Trump, including Washington lawyer Cleta Mitchell. David Schaefer, chairman of the Georgia Republican Party, was quick to respond after the Washington Post released excerpts for the recording. In two separate tweets, he wrote, President Donald Trump has filed two lawsuits, federal and state, against Georgia's Secretary of State. The telephone conference call uh, at the Georgia Secretary of State secretly recorded was a confidential settlement discussion of that litigation, which is still pending. The audio published by the Washington Post is heavily added edited and omits stipulation that all discussions were the purpose of settling litigation and confidential under federal and state law. That's not what it mm. sounded like to me. It doesn't sound mm. like he was trying to settle anything. It sounds like to me he was trying to unsettle the settled. We just got to wait and see how this thing plays out. Well, you don't have to wait long, Rook. Uh, the Senate election runoff is tomorrow, and I predict he will, he will whisk Two Democratic senatorial candidates from Georgia into the Senate. And so forth. I mean... (laughs) It does seem that way, and it wouldn't be shocking if that happened. And then don't forget that this plays into the hands of Mysterians who want to be rid of the Electoral College so that the uh, majority of the the tallest buildings in this country (laughs) run things. Uh, his, his behavior is dreadful. His behavior you're, is dreadful. You're the only person I've heard suggest that. It makes sense, uh, but I haven't seen that mentioned anywhere else. Because I'm the only person you've heard who's this smart. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Oh, come on. <laughs> Hang on. But you, I'm you kidding. Will, I'm you, kidding. You will admit, though, that the current state, especially this year, the, the way that the uh, – what's the word I want? The way that we allowed the election to happen with all of that, you know, mail in, you have to admit, though, that there, there is the chance of it being rife with fraud, correct? Of, co- of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I can't push out of my head. See, and no I can't how, either, Kenny. I'm glad how you see how much I try. It, it's, it just seems like something shady went down. 
Well, but that's all he's got to say. It's right. something shady went down, and I don't right. want to leave office, so you better find me the votes. That's what he's saying. Well, that's like Demo- baby bleeping Huey for crying right. out loud. <laughs> Democrats and a few Republicans condemned Trump's actions, while at least one Democrat urged a criminal investigation. Legal experts said Trump's behavior raised questions about possible election law violations. Biden senior advisor Bob Bauer called the recording irrefutable proof of Trump pressuring and threatening an official in his own party to rescind a state's lawful certified vote count and fabricate another in its place. Uh, Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois, the number two Democrat in that chamber, said Trump's conduct merits nothing less than a criminal investigation. You would expect them to say that. Trump confirmed in a tweet Sunday that he had spoken with Raffensperger. The White House referred questions to Trump's re-election campaign, which did not respond Sunday to an emailed request for comment. Trump has repeatedly attacked how Raffensperger conducted Georgia's elections, claiming without evidence that the state's 16 electoral votes were wrongly given to Biden. Well, it, it turns out that at some point you have to make a decision on what you're going to believe. And it's a Republican Secretary of State who they did the recount. Uh, I, I would imagine we have listeners who want me to say, yeah, he's been robbed. This is No, I can't get there. I can't get there. Because there's no concrete evidence that there's says no evidence. he's been robbed. If well, there Rafi, is... Oh, Rafi here, uh, he pushed back at virtually everything the president said. Virtually everything. But the, for instance, the, the, the president uh, said uh, it doesn't pass the smell test because we hear they're shredding thousands and thousands of ballots. Um, but then he, you know, Rafi pushed back on that and said that's not true. Who's Rafi? Oh, Raffensperger. Oh, Raffensperger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Too, too much for me. But if he says... With. We hear that they are um, uh, throwing ballots in the shredder. Where did you hear that? You got to keep following until you hit the dead end. He's not called out on it. It's it's a bunch of generalities, and that's what's frustrating. He should just give it up right now, and then make it his life's so, worth to find out where these are. Let but me throw this out there because I, I th- thought just occurred to me. You, you remember how when we were still on the radio leading up to the 2016 election and. We had kind of wondered aloud if he actually even wanted to be president. Do you guys remember? Yes. We, we, we talked about that sure. a couple of times. Yeah. Do you think, I think no one was more surprised than he was to right. have won the election. Because we kept comparing it to when Jesse won. Well, yeah. I'm wondering now, is he doing this because he knows it's over, but he wants to continue to appease that very close and, and, and loyal I, base that he has? I, I, I don't think he wants to appease anybody but himself. Okay, I'm I'm one of those people in 2016 that was full on Trump. Yep. He's going to rattle the cage. He's going to do that. But even I have said since election night, you lost. That's great. You 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 had a you had a four year run. It wasn't a great run, but you were in four years. You did rattle some cages. You may have made some changes. You didn't do everything right. But I'm one of the guys that are saying, be done now. Right. Have some, have some dignity, grace. class, yep. Yep. and and say Vice President Biden elect. You're you're good to go. Let's well, that's go. your 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 wish is folly. He has no dignity and he has no class. Well, I've learned that over the last four years. Yes. And again, for the people listening that just absolutely condemn me for my views on Trump, be careful what you wish for. He's ruining. He's ruining any chance to stop the mystery. That's what he's doing. 
I predict the two Democrats in Georgia will win. I predict the Electoral College will continue to come under attack. And I predict the Republican Party will have a, I, I don't know how they'll overcome this permanent stain of his. And then we will well, virtually become two Americas. Well, correct me if yes. I'm wrong. Isn't, isn't the Republican Party already fractured, permanently fractured? It is. Trump, it is. But my, the- my point is, what are they going to, how are they going to reinvent themselves? What, are they, what can they say after, right. uh, after they've showed such allegiance to this buffoon? What are they going to do? I do because I, mo- most of the Trump supporters ardent some Trump supporters have for months uh, been calling the rest of the Republican Party, uh, you know, the Rhino thing. Right, right. Happy New Year! Yeah. <clears throat> now, now, when is when does the president go to Georgia? Is that tonight? Uh, I believe he's going to try to rally down there. I, I I thought I saw a headline that yeah, both he and Biden were heading there tonight. And you'll, you have 100 House members who are Republicans who will contest the election. Uh, those are 100 House Republicans that will forever be held in suspicion by rational Americans. By which I don't mean Democrats, because I don't believe they're rational. What do you mean, though? Because to, right. to, to contest it, wouldn't you say, though, that those House uh, Republicans were doing so just to find out the information, Correct. There's no information to find out. It's I guess, already a done deal. I guess to, to, to look into the matter further is, I guess, what I'm well, trying what, to say. How far do you want to look into it? Well, They've the had way. three recounts in Georgia. They've had well, lawsuits that have been settled. That, that seems like all the way, then. Yeah. What, where, where else do you take this? It's over. It's over. Kelsey. It's over in more ways than we'll ever imagine. We're in a tough, uh, America's in a tough spot right now. The best we can do. Okay, I'll just speak best for myself. Best case my, scenario, what do you got? Well, I'll just speak for myself. Right. Please is do. To, is to continue to hold out hope. And I, I have slim evidence that this will be the case. But to hold out hope that Biden will not be pulled even farther into the mystery. Oh, well, that's, that's the best I can hope for. That's the best I can hope for. That's the best I can hope for. We don't know that. That's, you know, you're, that's folly, Such. Come on. Well, and plus, we've been he, saying this for months. He's yeah. going to be put in the corner with his bucket of ice cream, and Kamala Harris is right. the one that's going to no, be running he's this country. Already being, yeah, he's already being absurd. I mean, w- w- what are we going to do now? We're wearing masks for how many days? A hundred? Well, then the, then the best... The six, best six years? The, this has nothing to do with masks. The best thing... That could have happened was the Republicans winning the two runoff seats in Georgia, and I predict that that will now not happen. Now yeah, you're well, in trouble. This <laughs> country trouble. is firmly in the hands of the Mysterians. Right. Well, I it saw w- a, uh, there was a, I think it was at CNBC, uh, posted a story uh, basically saying that Housing prices in the Midwest and in central, the central part of the country are surging because people are fleeing the coast right now. Reavers, there will be no more real estate talk on this show. Sorry. Ever. <laughs> ever. Sorry. Just shut up with your real estate nonsense. Okay. <clears throat> it's a tough... Uh, it, it's a tough... 
America to navigate when I don't see things in black and white. Uh, and I, I can't see black and I can't see things in black and white. I have to look at all angles. And uh, I was always fully prepared to believe that Trump stood between us and the mystery. But he's he's blowing that up now. He's not just blowing up bridges. He's blowing up the waterfront. And uh, I'm afraid he's going to aid and abet a, a full-blown mystery like we've never seen it before. Starting with the election of the two Democrat senator candidates in Georgia. Well, I did read, though, you know, I hope I'm wrong, news. by the way. I hope yeah. those guys yeah, win. Right. But uh, I did see, though, that he did uh, block that uh, r- ridiculous effort to charge all those breweries with that $14,000 fine for making hand sanitizer. Didn't he do something about that? I have no idea. I, I thought, didn't follow the hand sanitizing story. Well, it was. He's done many things that I certainly have approved of. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, getting out of the Paris Accord was brilliant. I'm going to rush right back into it. All that is is a means by which the world wishes to punish the United States. It has nothing to do with the environment. Nothing. It has to do with world economies. It has nothing to do with what the temperature is supposed to be. Nothing. How much? Nothing. But, you know, you can look at it this way. We're 17 days away from being right back in it. That's right. That'll be the first item of business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cannonball. (laughs) Jump in. Uh, We're so screwed. We really are. (laughs) We really are. We really are. I never thought I'd see such changes in the short span of life that I've enjoyed since we went on the air. Uh, It's just amazing. I never thought it would, never thought it would come about this rapidly. Uh, why don't Why don't we bring things closer to home? Okay, should we? Sure. Bring it closer. I want to tell you about some uh, a new uh, client that's with us, and I couldn't be happier. It's Red's Savoy Pizza. Yeah, rookie, okay. you've been raving about these guys for years, uh, decades, not years. Yes. Well, let me it's, tell you something. The original down on Seventh Street. Yeah. That was Red's place. And, I know it uh, well, honey. Uh, me, me too. And, <laughs> and uh, when when Red sold when Red sold the uh, uh, franchise uh, to Reed Daniels, mm-hmm. he said, "Whatever you do, don't bleep up this pizza. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That don't bleep like this up." And I'll tell you why. It's the best. It's cut in squares. It's soda style. You know, yeah. Chicago has deep dish. Yeah. New York has giant slices. Red Savoy has perfected the soda-style pizza with a thin crust, great toppings, cheese on top, and it's cut into squares like it's supposed to be, not those ridiculous little dainty triangles. It's been that way since (laughs) 1965, and now here's where you can find a Red's Savoy pizza. Apple Valley, Blaine, Mm -hmm. Burnsville, Mm -hmm. Egan, Eden Prairie, Edina, Hugo, Hugo. You got any Hugo? Right out there by by the Grundhoffers. Boom. Lakeville will open in February. Osseo, Roseville, St. Louis Park, downtown St. Paul. Uh, Reavers and I were at that location about a month ago. It's a really talking neat to place. Reed and having a pizza. Yeah, it was. It's, it's in the really it's in, it's on the ground floor of the Wild Practice Facility. Eastside St. Paul on White Bear Avenue. St. Paul on Snelling. That's yep. mine. It's the old Dairy Queen. Yep. Vadness Heights in Woodbury. And I'm telling you, GLers. Uh, if you have not had Red Savoy pizza, it's the invention of the late Earl Red Schoenheider. 
and he sold that brand to the new owner, Reed Daniels, and Reed promised to Red, promised to Red he would not alter that pizza. It's a secret recipe. No, it's not secret. It's just special. Well, it's a special recipe. It's things like the, the sausage that's put on the sausage pizza. A lot of thought has gone into it. It's not just some ground-up uh, pork sauce. It's It has flavor, and it is top drawer. When that crispy pie comes out of the oven and you start going mm. to town on it, you it's like your last meal pizza. You just cannot stop. And it's not Savoy or Savoy's or Red. It's Red's Savoy pizza, and if you have not had it, you are going to be in for a real treat. Red Savoy Pizza, welcome to Garage Logic. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Sugere. Well, it's uh, pretty obvious I, I don't know a lot, but uh, I do know one thing. Supply is tight on ammo. As a matter of fact, supply on ammo is so tight. How tight, tight, is, how tight it? is it? It's so tight that during waterfall season, I would wait until two ducks passed each other in the sky so I could shoot two with one shot. Wow. Okay, Uncle Ernie. That's how tight it was. <laughs> Thankfully, SGLers, we've got DKMags.com on Old 8 in New Brighton and Monticello Pond and Gun to keep us supplied, stocked, and informed. Plenty of firearms of all varieties to choose from uh, but ammunition yeah as you firearm owning glers will attest there uh, there will be caveats due to overpurchasing by some of the more enthusiastic among us and if you drive around the country you can hear who those enthusiastic people are you hear like 20 shots go off it's like yeah that guy's well stocked uh so if you're already well stocked but you need a few new barrels to heat up Get on the website or get over to DK or Monticello Pond and Gun and get it done. Special orders always very easy. If you're a vet or in the service, a member of the Thin Blue Line, you get a discount and you get our thanks. You can check out all the firearms and accessories at DKMags.com, Old 8 in New Brighton, or right there in Monticello, Monticello Pond and Gun. Last Wednesday, Minneapolis police shot and killed a guy named Dalal Id. It happened at a holiday gas station at Cedar and East 36th Street, kind of in the same neighborhood where George Floyd went down back in May. And on Wednesday, we withheld uh, any opinion or commentary because we didn't know anything. And uh, Chief Arredondo was, he vowed Wednesday to release body camera footage Thursday, New Year's Eve day, and he did. And it clearly shows that uh, Dalal Id, uh, fired through the closed window of his car. He fired at police. Police obviously exchanged uh, gunfire and did, uh, id, I'm sorry, id died. And now we're, we're facing the likes of Omar, uh, Ilhan Omar tweeting, let's stop normalizing and justifying state-sanctioned murder Jeez. by those who take an oath to uphold the law. Uh, huh. it, is, it is undeniably clear oh. that Dolal Id shot first. He was wanted on a felony traffic stop relating to firearms. He fired first. When you fire at a police officer, you should expect to die. Well, Such, speaking of that, my view was completely opposite of hers. 
uh, when I saw the tape for the very first time, suicide by cop, that's that's what I thought, because you're not getting out of there. You're pinched in. They've got his car pushed in. He can't get out of there. Well, it's It was simple to me. That's suicide by cop. He knew he was going to die. Well, yesterday we had a rally. Oh, because we need yes, we to did. seek we need to seek justice for Dalal Id. We got it. He fired on the cop. He got justice. <laughs> it's been served. <clears throat> yep. In the Saturday Minneapolis Tribune, they wrote a glowing, glowing account of Dalal Id, literally canonizing him, uh, despite his record of lawbreaking. And they went to the family, and they grieved with the family. I'm, I'm, I suspect there was grief. Of course there is. Uh, but the Star Tribune or the Tribune went out of its way uh, to portray this young fellow as, as a victim well, of, Joe, of, did, of the police. A victim. Did you see the, the, the headlines that they had? Cops shoot man in Minneapolis. or what, it, right. they, were, they were so leading the witness. If you were going to read that, you would have thought that they just randomly went up and shot another guy. Mm-hmm. It was so misleading. I was furious. Not furious. I was upset that those, that those headlines just pointed out that, that the cops just shot a guy. Doesn't happen. Randomly. Police said they were attempting to stop Id because he was a suspect in a felony gun investigation. ABC News reported that the official said a weapon was recovered at the scene. Still, Id's family is demanding answers. Bail Gell, Id's father, accused police of killing his son for no reason. No, uh, sir, the, the reason was, why should they sit there and get shot by him? We need justice. We need justice. They don't want to give us any answers, Gill said. He was just sitting in the car, and bullets were shot at him, and no reason. <laughs> no, he shot first, sir. Yep. Sir, he shot first. Yep. But look at all the cliche things. No, that- this gets worse, Rook. Okay. He was just sitting in his car, and bullets were shot at him, and no reason. Nope. Why are we here, meaning nope. a protest? Because... Why were they shooting? Because of color? He is a black man. We want to know why my sweet son gets shot and killed. Well, I'll tell you. Your sweet son got shot and killed because he had the ridiculous nerve to fire at a police officer. That's what happened. He wasn't supposed to have. (laughs) Right. Oh, for God's sakes. Now, yesterday we had a march. Uh, We had a rally. Yep. Uh, it was uh, organized in part by uh, Dalal Id's family. It started around 2 o'clock at the Holiday Gas Station at Cedar and 36. And it uh, went on for several hours. Uh, the usual suspects were there uh, demanding justice. Police say Id was killed after he fired his gun at police who were trying to make a traffic stop. Body camera video shows squads trying to box in Id's vehicle as he tries to drive away. Video shows Id's driver's side window shatter outward with a puff of smoke before the officers open fire. Did anybody see it? I did. I did. Yeah, it's did, clear that course. he shot first. Protesters oh, yeah. demanded the release of the full body camera video and not just the angle that was released Friday. So it's, this still isn't enough for the activists. Uh, starting at the gas station, marchers took to the streets, moving around the neighborhood over the course of the next hour before returning to Cedar and 36. Id's father organized the rally, saying, I need your help. We have to stop with this brutality of police who kill our sons every day. He asked that the protests continue. We need justice, Ed said, Id said, uh, the, the dad. We don't need peace until we get our justice. Sir, you're, uh, you, you're, uh, you lost a son, and it's understandable that you're 
uh, grieving, but your son uh, was a bad character, was a bad apple, and he behaved poorly by shooting at the police. And when you shoot at, maybe it's not true in Somalia. Maybe you can shoot at the police in Somalia and they come over and give you a unicorn hat. I haven't even thought of that. Yeah. But here, sir, if you shoot at the police, you're in big trouble. Is You're the, in big trouble. Is the family acting this way, though, because, A, they know that he was in the wrong, but, B, they're simply looking for a lawsuit? I, 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 I assume they're looking for their payday. I, I because hate to that's be that crass. No, I, I don't mind being it because that's all that this reeks of. They know that he was in the wrong, and they know that if they continue to fight this, a check will be coming their way. Mm-hmm. And they also know this will rile up the troops. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. Look at how they are already the cliche phrases are coming out. Uh, we need justice. It's just an extension mm-hmm. of every yeah. other one. It's the same things. And this yeah. is a different and story. And they can't compartmentalize. They think that right. every instance is the same. Well, it's not. And, and watch. I guarantee that Holiday Gas Station will become the new autonomous zone like George Floyd area yep. is. Yep. And then the uh, Sheriff Department... Um, executed a, a perfectly executed search uh, warrant and released the tape on that and were roundly criticized by the same group of folks. But it's been analyzed and it's been found to be the police covering every bit of protocol they are supposed yeah. to do. Yep. Yeah. Because they had uh, certainly sufficient reason mm-hmm. uh, to wonder if they would have discovered a cache of arms at this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy had a history of gun violations. He was a felon as because did, he wasn't supposed uh, to own a gun. As did one of his brothers. Mm-hmm. Well, th- the problem was I don't think that these police listened to the city council. The police chief's role is right. to be able to have a vision of what it means for us to have a strong um, focus on what should police be focusing on. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I okay. agree. So that that, solves if they it. had done that... This mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened. We'd be covered. Right. Uh, Ilhan Omar's response is incredible. She called Id's death state-sanctioned murder. A sure. man was killed, his family terrorized, and robbed of a son, and all they are left with is more questions than answers, Omar tweeted. Let's stop normalizing and justifying state-sanctioned murder by those who take an oath to uphold the law. Boy, she sure wants to change a country she hasn't been in very long, doesn't she? Yes, she does. Yeah, how about that? Well, it's by her thinking agenda. there, by her thinking there, there should be no police, which we saw that attempt uh, was uh, tried to have been brought about all summer long mm-hmm. by her like-minded thinkers in the city council. They don't want police. It's, it's apparently we should live in a world where 23-year-old Dulal Id should be able to shoot at the police and not suffer any consequences. Well, how are we supposed to live like that? Well, then it's back to frontier justice before there were police. I guess. And that means everybody arms themselves and everybody's shooting at everybody else willy-nilly. We don't want that. Oh, my God. Jeez. No. We want a civil society. DK you Mags. can't have, you cannot have a civil society without police. It's not the way it works. No, I can't believe we have to sit here and say all this out loud. I don't either. But <laughs> but again, but again, in order to appease uh, the likes of the city council and Ilhan Omar, apparently what should have taken place then is some community responders should have uh, put in an emergency call to a social worker yep, yep. and have the social worker approach the vehicle, 
and and try to talk this guy off the ledge and say, please put down your gun. Be nice. Be nice now, right. and uh, and we'll let you drive away because you're just having a bit of a bad afternoon. And we understand that. So let's clear out these police cars, please. Please move your police cars. Mm-hmm. Let's no longer let's no longer it, box in this uh, sus- this felony suspect. Turn off those lights too. Turn those off turn off the lights. lights. They're, They're very, very irritating. Yep. Very irritating. Mm-hmm. And uh, let him keep his gun. That's his property. Well, technically, no. It's felony. and uh, and and you just <laughs> leave him alone. And there, I, as a social justice social worker, have just saved the city from tragedy. There we go. I'm very familiar with that gas station. It's a, quite the crowded little park uh, parking lot there, and it just so happens that Metro Transit Police, that's where they take their breaks. Hmm. So it seems like every time I roll in there, there's one or two Metro Transit uh, Police vehicles there, and the guys are guys and gals are inside having a cup of coffee and a snack. Mm-hmm. Uh, but e- even with my big truck, it's hard to maneuver in that tight little spot there and i can't believe that he pulled a firearm out and started shooting right there Mm -hmm. there's three rows of pumps there such Mm -hmm. a big car wash that the line is always you know 30 minutes long uh it's a wonderful little store why is it too that gas stations old why is it too that gas stations seem to routinely be these hot spots for crime we had the story in St. Paul where the guy was yeah. forced to close because I'm bringing he, that up today. Let's save that. I'm bringing that up. You'll find it fascinating. Oh, okay. You'll find it fascinating. Well, Joe, that's what I do. I know. But this this <laughs> station doesn't have a reputation, as far as I know, for drama. Hmm. And I've well, always hmm. assumed it's because the Metro Transit Police are hanging out there, taking their breaks. It's right. just a few short blocks over to Hiawatha and the uh, and that line. We are governed by a political class, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, we are governed by a political class that believes criminals behave the way they do because of extenuating circumstances, because of uh, intrinsic racism, systemic racism, they haven't gotten enough breaks in life, uh, and, and therefore they should be excused of their crimes. In other words, let's continue to make these people less than. We expect nothing of them. And we're here to protest the actions of uh, a police department because we are opposed to the police because they represent a demand for moral and ethical integrity. And we are not prepared to acknowledge that a moral and ethical integrity is important to the American experience. Mm. We're here to say that what's important to the American experience is that the people who are down and out be treated differently and not be expected to follow the law because they don't follow the law because of poverty, because of social injustice, because of skin color, because of extenuating circumstances, and on and on and on and on. So we're here to say we need to protect those people from the likes of big bully policemen who are trying to enforce the law. They shouldn't enforce the law in this case. They should have gotten in their cars and driven away. Mm-hmm. There's so, where we are. There's where we are. This is such an absurd discussion that I just can't believe we're having this. So what, what would they expect? Cops are gone. We're down the road. No more cops. Uh, parking lot dispute. Two guys fighting over... a. Uh, parking spot one guy pulls a firearm shoots the other in the face it's exactly what's going to happen that's okay that's That's okay we're just so long as so long as so long as the guy who got shot in the face was privileged then it's okay oh then it's okay that's the caveat okay yeah well this is uh, this is absurd 
I, why are we even talking like well we're talking like this because we don't have any choice that they brought it up they're marching for justice the, the justice has already been achieved you know and i got you thinking this will never happen but again the star tribune in, on saturday's uh, edition i love saturday papers because you get stuff in saturday papers you don't normally see in fact i wonder why they didn't save that yeah, story it's a big sunday there. spread uh, right. And they don't allow comments on it, by the way. But they treated the uh, they, oh. they treated the uh, dead fellow as a, a canonized saint uh, who had been uh, uh, deprived of his life now because of the actions of police. And we learned what his mother thinks of him and how she misses him. And again, I understand that the mom mom's probably feeling horrible. Obviously, she is. Uh, but why why would you never see the same story about why don't you go to the homes of the police officers who had to shoot the guy and see how they feel? Right. Why don't you go see if they're traumatized? That's next why don't you see how point. they're handling it? You're being awfully polite to the mother, too. I would say parents failed with that kid. Well, there's 11 kids, apparently. Oh, yeah, and yeah. the parents have failed. I, I noticed that story from Saturday is not on the Tribune's online site. If it is, if it is, I, I've missed it and I apologize. But I think it was taken down. It was so absurd that I was embarrassed for the craft. I was embarrassed. As far as newspapers have gone downhill, <clears throat> I thought this reached a new low. Why? That, why do ahead. you think that they needed to go that far? Why? Why? What would be the reasoning to, uh, you know, there's a lot of unanswered questions, but why do they need to jump into his background? and, and they're woke. Because they're woke. Mm. They're woke. And that, they, that, that's not a good enough answer for Well, me. they're I, enlightened. I think, Matt, I think Matt asks a very pertinent question. What's okay, in it ask, ask it again, and I'll try to answer it correctly. Why would the Star Tribune go to such great lengths to build up this uh, convicted felon uh, and, and say he's just a great guy? For the same reason they did not just a story, but uh, the week before, an entire special section on the life of George Floyd. Yeah. They, have, uh, they consider themselves enlightened and on board with the political direction of the political class. That's, but that's not, that's not reporting. I mean, I know reporting isn't what it used to be, like well, you say, but... It's gone. It's gone. As far as I'm concerned, it's over. But, they, but too many people look at that and say, well, this has changed, Joe. We, we, need, to, we need to seek out change. Well, they, the, Such, they had to mention his record. Well, they did. Uh, apologetically. Uh, see if you can find the story, Kenny. I'm, I'm looking for it right now. Uh, I, they've taken it down. It was because it was so obviously a, a, a demonstration of their bias in favor of criminals. I forgot to look for the word setback, too, in that. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot yeah. to see if that was in there. I do want to go back and look at it. What, what world do you... Well, the world Ilhan Omar wants is not the world most of us would want to no. live in. No, 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 no. She wants a world it. where there's no police. She's bringing it. Well, isn't that the world she came from? Well, she came from a world worse than no police. She just came from a world of not knowing if you get shot when you turn the corner. Well, that's where we're headed. Right. How do you spell his last name again? Maybe I'll look it up that way. I-D-D. Is it I-D-D? Okay. Yeah. Dolal, D-O-L-A-L. Uh, Id, I-D-D. D-O-L-A-L, I-D-D. Uh, it's not on here. 
I think they. I think somebody, somebody at the Star Tribune said, "Wait a minute, <laughs> you've gone too far here. You've gone too far in in uh, canonizing a very bad actor." Uh, who was shot in self-defense by the police. Well, Joe, when I did uh, search the last name IDD, I didn't get that story, but I did get a December 5th story on Muhammad Amin Id, who was charged Wednesday with second-degree intentional murder, but I didn't find the other... I think he's related, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's just as innocent in that case as, uh, you know... The other it was. Welcome to our country. Boy. Water break. Oh. Need a water break. He needs a water, water break. break. It sounds like there's a coup d'etat for, of, of children taking over in your house. Right? Stop <laughs> the castle from Papa. <laughs> You're going to get out the hose and hose them down? <laughs> they're being very quiet. Ah, oh, okay. Nice. Right. Yeah. Okay. Should we take a break? Sign of the times. Okay. One of them's trying to go to school on the computer. Ah. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. So if you're going from summer fishing to bow hunting to rifle season to ice fishing to snowmobiling, if if all your outdoor adventures, if they all run continuous one into the other... Maybe it's time to take that, uh, that, those activities of yours to the next level with a brand new unit, an ATV, maybe a side-by-side or snowmobile from Moon Motorsports. Jump over to moonmotorsports.com. You'll see everything you need there. The Moon employs outdoor nuts just like the rest of us, and they can definitely help us find the right machine for whatever your winter deal is, from motorcycles to ATVs and side-by-side sleds. They have the largest inventory of motorized fun right there, all under one roof at Moon Motorsports in Monticello. They've been been there for 50 years, 71 to two, two, uh, 20 Hello, 2021. Yep. Yeah, family-owned and operated the whole time. Factory-trained techs on hand. More years of experience than any other shop in the region. They also have, obviously, full parts and accessories uh, departments. Tons of apparel. Nine brands. Honda, Polaris, Yamaha. Am I saying that right? I usually say Yamaha. Uh, Can-Am, B- BMW, Triumph, Ducati, KTM, Skidoo. You, know, you throw in Triton trailers, that makes 10. Like I said, moonmotorsports.com, then swing in, get to that giant cathedral of motorized fun. They're on the south side of 94 in Monticello. And uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Moon Motorsports. Authorities say a St. Paul man physically assaulted and robbed another man who was having a seizure on the Green Line light rail late last week. Joseph Ray Conley Jr., 28. Faces one count of first-degree aggravated robbery and one count of simple robbery, according to child, uh, charges filed Thursday in Ramsey County District Court. His bond to be released from jail is set at fifty grand. That's not enough for a, the, a monster like this. The man having the seizure was evaluated at Regions Hospital and released. Metro Transit Police were sent to the Dale Street Station 4 p.m. Wednesday on reports of a fight. The call was later updated to a robbery. The suspect, later identified as Conley, was described as being shirtless and shoeless and was immediately spotted by officers with help from witnesses. Witnesses told officers that Conley had tried to take the shoes off a man who was having a seizure. Conley was known to officers from prior incidents and, according to the complaint, acted in a confrontational manner. 
Surveillance video from the uh, train showed a shirtless Conley sitting across the aisle from the man. Conley appeared to usher other passengers away from the area as he moved to sit in front of the seated man, the complaint said. Conley then slapped the man in the head and face with his hand. The man then uncontrollably flailed his arms, and Conley proceeded to hit the man in the head again and dragged him from his seat to the floor. The man appeared to convulse on the floor, the complaint said. Then Conley Conley stomped on the man's legs and punched him in the stomach before taking off the man's shoes and going through his pockets. Other passengers tried to shield the man from Conley. The man told officers that Conley made him feel nervous and that he felt as if he was passing out or having a seizure. The man told police that in addition to his shoes, Conley took a Cub Foods card, bus tokens, and a small amount of cash from his pocket. Conley told officers he took off the man's shoes to help him breathe. Because that's Ah, what you do when a guy's having a seizure. He must be a first responder type guy. Uh, Conley had his first court appearance Thursday, but an attorney is currently not listed. He is also on probation for two other cases. A second-degree assault charge and a fifth-degree drug possession charge. Right. Now I bring this up. I bring this up because uh, on May 30, uh, the Mac Weekly, the uh, student newspaper of McAllister College, did a glowing feature on uh, Joseph Ray Conley Jr. Oh, did they? The what? same You're fellow. Kidding yeah. me. Come yep. on, Come on. Same fellow. You jest. Yep. yep, and it. And it uh, it gets us back to the uh, the activities at gas stations. Uh, as hundreds of people streamed on the University Avenue on Friday morning to help clean up after protests rocked the street the night before, Joseph Ray Conley Jr., a day shy of 28, stood outside the BP station on the corner of University and Hamlin and screamed at the passersby. He wasn't screaming about George Floyd. He was screaming about Juan... De Juan Johnson, his cousin, who was shot in the neck while standing next to a gas pump at that same BP station last June. Several days later, Johnson died of his wound at Regents Hospital. His murder remains unsolved. So on Friday, as his fellow citizens came to pitch in with brooms and gloves and garbage bags, Conley came to stand at the scene of a crime that they likely knew nothing about. They were overlapping echoes of loss, pain, and fury on university in the aftermath of protests in the area that lasted late into Thursday night and included a standoff at a Target and fires at a liquor store, an auto parts store, and a cellular phone store, and an Ethiopian restaurant. Nobody paid Conley much attention. I don't want to read this, but it goes on to say that... uh, uh, Conley grew up on Minnehaha Avenue and Marshall Avenue and attended Como Park High School before moving to Iowa to play basketball at Southeastern Community College. He was a uh, forward, 6'4", 210. And even, huh? Yeah, and uh, uh, he was an imposing figure. And he just has love for people, he said. He said he was houseless for a time. The BP station was a safe haven. One of the overnight workers at the 24-hour station, a man named Carlos, would welcome people coming off the green line and out of the cold and into the store. On occasion, Conley needed that help. Johnson, his cousin, did not. Uh, If you hear Conley tell it, the BP was a bright spot for him at a difficult time. Others saw it very differently. St. Paul Police had identified it as a hotbed of criminal activity, and the city received numerous complaints from uh, from neighbors about noise, trash, and loitering. It was also notably uh, consistently uncooperative with police investigations and requests for surveillance video. Uh, The city is seeing extra activity, but they didn't see the generosity of the store clerk, Conley said. 
They knew they were putting their business in jeopardy by extending their hands to people who couldn't help themselves, and look what happened. So in March, by a unanimous 7 nothing vote, the St. Paul City Council revoked the station's business and liquor license. Since then, it has been closed. Hmm. Uh, we go on to learn that uh, uh, Conley is... Uh, 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 well thought of and uh, sure, sure, you know, so same guy who then tried to take the <coughs> shoes from a fellow having a seizure. Well, Joe, it's because he's been oppressed. You'll recall the uh, the teenage girl who behaved so poorly at the was it the UPS store? Yep. <clears throat> and we instantly blamed the cops. She was a frequent uh, mischief maker at the BP station. Sure. But I can link the BP station to Garage Logic going back to when we were still in Maplewood. Hmm. Rookie, you might recall, uh, I should remember the guy's name, uh, there was terrible gunplay in the late 90s at the BP station, and a guy's 19, uh, yes. a, a 38 Ford or 37 Ford got shot up. It looked like Bonnie and Clyde's car, and he yeah. drove out to the station to show it to us. I so remember that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And that was oh, at that well, BP station. It sounds like, it, and I'm not trying to be funny. Is he seriously? Is he office meds or something? It, what's going on here? Yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds like if he's on medicine, he's probably you know okay and tolerable. But obviously, he's gone round the bend. Mm-hmm. But this does go back to why are all of these repeat offenders out on the street? Mm-hmm. C- come on here. Well, if anything, he needs a hospital. Sure, anything, but he shouldn't be in society. He should not. Right. He shouldn't be. Right. He's a threat. Right, but jail's only going to make a guy like that worse. Okay, but he, we, but we, he but needs he needs some sort of twenty four hour, seven day a week monitoring, though. Yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to be going to the Twins game or whatever right. with him on light rail and my family right. there. Well, right. I will never I, set foot on that light. I rail think light again. rail has been a miserable, yeah. miserable failure. Uh, <clears throat> I was trying to figure out what Such's cartoon bubble was if he was on the light rail and this guy came ambling down the uh, aisle with no shirt on and uh, no shoes on in the dead of winter. Uh, I was trying to figure out, <laughs> would, would Such like sprout wings or would he, uh, would he be in a starting block and race out of there? Well, I don't think I could take on a kid who's 6'4", 210. Uh, right. Especially, right. especially given if you're walking around without a shirt and shoes on in the dead of winter, you got some super strength going. You got something weird happening to you, and and I, uh, I, I think it would have been a folly to try and punch the guy or do anything else to right. him. Well, I got a different. Why can't I find this you? on the map? It was University and what Hamlin Dale Dale. Oh Dale. Okay, yeah. but it's no longer in business. No, no. The BP station is University in Hamlin. Okay, Hamlin. This seizure incident was University and Dale. It's tough to keep them all straight, isn't it? It really is. Mm-hmm. But that's why every day when I drive home and I see the construction for that southwest line that they're extending over 212 in Eden Prairie, I get angry every time I look at well, it. because escorting crime right out to the suburbs. Absolutely nobody yeah. wanted this. This was shoved down everybody's throat. Remember how it started when they... Cleared out those bike paths, and what park was that in? Uh, in uh, was it St. Louis Park? And everybody got, yeah, went nuts. Like All that. the euphorians yeah. went nuts because they said we didn't, we don't want this. And I thought, well, you're the idiots that voted for these fools. I still blame Ventura. He took the federal money to get the green line and blue line underway. 
Somebody's got to have it. That's right. His only reason was he just couldn't stand the thought of somebody else getting the money. Right. But it made sense between the two major cities and to the airport. It may, it did, I guess I at least understood that it made sense, but it still has been a failure. It's proven not to have made sense. It's become an entitlement situation. Well, I guess what I meant, Joe, is I meant it made se- I understood the decision at that time. But yes, it's been a complete failure. It makes sense in a moral and ethical society. Sure. I have never been an opponent of public transportation where it makes sense. And this could easily have made a great deal of sense. But it no longer does because it's too crime-ridden. I'm not taking my kids and get on that thing. Nope, I will never get on it again. Not to mention, it's never going to be paid for. No. It can't pay for itself. No. No, look at they even the North Star line right now with COVID. It went from, what was it, 55000 a month to 1500 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or a day or whatever it was. I forget what the timeline is, but. Do they even collect fares anymore on the blue and green lines? Does anybody even bother to buy a ticket? I doubt it. I, I will it. see it routinely when it stops by here if I walk out to the parking lot or whatever. It's There's never people on it. I mean, I have never seen a car that was more than a third full since the oh, pandemic right. Unless hit. Unless it's to a sporting event. Right. That's the only time I've ever seen it packed full of, uh, like, sardines. I'm not getting on it without Reavers. <laughs> Well, I got news for you. I ain't getting on it again. Right, right. It's just, yeah. Reavers, what would you have done if you uh, were witness to this? Again, I'll go back to, I I go back to my two sets of rules. If I'm by myself, I have a set of rules. And if I'm with my wife and kids, I have a set of rules. So I don't know. So you probably would have stepped in. But I mean, knowing, knowing how he was dressed and knowing his state of mind, would you have uh, intervened? Probably. I mean, if I'm seeing a guy, you know, under a seizure, my God. That's the other part. Unless it was a completely empty car, how did nobody else intervene? Well, well they, they said, they, uh, they they said people were trying to intervene. Oh, okay. I guess yeah. I missed that yeah. part. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. But who are the clientele on the train that could have intervened successfully? But that's the other part. Right. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but when people are on that thing, they do not pay attention to their surroundings. Mm. They're all glued right. to their phones. Right. They're listening to music. Yep. I mean, it's head right. on a swivel mm-hmm. when you're on one of those. Mm-hmm. Your head's on a swivel at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market. That's too. called kidding. a you segue. Ain't what you well, looking no, you're looking this there, way. Suge. You're looking that way. You got a wall of brats here. You got a wall of steaks <laughs> here. You got a wall of burgers here. You got a wall of seasonings here. You got a wall make sure of ham, Reavers is bacon. So right. Got to make sure Reavers is nowhere in sight. You got a wall of meatloaf. <laughs> you got an angry owner over there going, God, right. more stupid guys? meatloaf, double beatloaf. <laughs> we have some, uh, we have some tasty, tasty sponsors with Garage Logic and uh, Grunhofer's. Of course, has become the meat capital of Gumption County. For all your grilling needs and special occasion needs like Christmas and Easter and what have you, it's just been a wonderful, wonderful discovery uh, to the point where uh, Spencer's adding on. We hope to have a function in the spring. I'm the only one that keeps bringing that up, but maybe that'll happen. (laughs) (laughs) And the new meatloaf, Town Ball Meatloaf, will be available soon. It'll have bacon in it. Yeah. Bacon in it. Yeah, it's never enough bacon in it. It's not just bacon. It's that thick cut bacon that Spencer specializes in along with 
uh, hams and st- tomahawk steaks and the belly burgers and the rookie burgers and the 110 different flavors of brats. It's just been a fantastic, fantastic discovery. It's right in Hugo, right at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. You learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Did you see where Aaron Rodgers had three words of advice for the Packers as they go into a bye week layoff? What were they? Don't get COVID. <laughs> well, that's okay, a good one. That's, uh, that's good advice. Good advice. Mm-hmm. I barely watched any football. The Vic- I was listening to the Vikings game, but it's... Well, you were on the road. Yeah, it was a glorifi- glorified preseason game. Yeah. So, yeah. Joe and gang, I just listened to your December 30 podcast. That would have been last Wednesday. And I have come up with a link. The same people who are bungling COVID vaccine distribution peed away $100 million trying to set up software for MinCare insurance system peed away $100 million on Minlars, the failed motor vehicle distribution system, and squandered uncounted millions at the DHS, giving away tax money uh, for a long list of handouts such as pre-K education, Medicaid support services, indigenous people, drug rehab, etc. Those are... Don't let me bother you, kids. Uh, <laughs> these are the same people uh, Biden wants to run your health care. If Harris had her yep. way, the entire private health care oh. industry would be destroyed. And just consider the ongoing train wreck that is Walls and Fauci's response to COVID-19. As you keep repeating, Joe, you don't know anything more now than you did last March. When everything becomes political, nothing ever gets accomplished. Billy Bob point. from Texas. That's a great point. Yeah, we're, we're, we're dealing with quite a bit of incompetence, aren't we? Quite a bit of incompetence. Quite. That's a little understatement. And I guess there. people are starting to get mad about this because there is no light at the end of the tunnel. We have no idea when this is going to end. You guys see the line at Delta over the weekend? Oh, my God. I was, well, yeah, I did see, see it on TV. Jeez. How come you can get on a plane and eat two inches from somebody, but I can't eat in a restaurant? How come you can stand in that line all day long and you can't go over to a restaurant? If you want to get God. your... Re- if you want to get your Restaurant fix. Go online to uh, Spirit, Frontier, Sun Country, whatever you want. Buy a $17 ticket to Nova Scotia, and then you can go into the restaurant at the airport and eat. It's seven- Rook, what is your friend? Uh, what is your friend at the airport reporting on the uh, on the traffic, the uh, civilian traffic? Uh, after this weekend, most people came home today and yesterday, so the inbound flights were busier. But he found that the the outbound flights there's a huge drop down this week. Well, I got Shay uh, Shay Cab posted a video of the uh, luggage carousel. <laughs> it was either overnight or yesterday. My God, there wasn't one inch Crickets? of space. Oh, no, really? oh, I mean back. it was okay. full. Yeah, everybody Rook, coming back. My friend at the airport was yes. there on Saturday. What was you know, okay? What and he, he didn't have. He just had a carry on backpack. Smart. And he saw that line. The Delta line that Kenny was just talking oh, about, yes, and thought he thought initially thought it was the security line, but then realized, well, no, they're in line to just check in to begin with. But he said the same thing. He said, "Wait a minute now, check this out." So I go through the uh, the security point. Yeah, I'm walking by. I think it was the red. He was walking by the red cow. Yes, uh, nobody's in there, but it was open. 
he was told to sit down at one of the tables and then tried to order a beer. And she said, well, no, you have to wait for your server. Wait. Oh, what? my God. Because you couldn't <laughs> just go right up to the... <laughs> Why? <laughs> God. The what rules. time was it when your friend wanted a beer? A little after 10. Oh, please. Oh, <laughs> he is a professional. 10 a.m.? Hey, there's no rule. Airport rules, there's no rules. My yeah, friend at the true. airport has that's seen true. people that are going to Las Vegas clawing, clawing <laughs> at the, the fence that would close at Barrio or the Minnesota right. Wild Bar, saying, hey, uh, I got a 7.30 go here. <laughs> oh, Matthew, when I used to go to Vegas on a regular basis, I'd pregame that flight. Oh, my God. I, I'd show up with my stumble on. <laughs> now yeah. they've tightened that up a little bit. You can't be completely liquor pigged up because oh. the flight attendants will pull you off. Well, the I think let me the, ask you a serious I think the question. Governor, I, I think the governor yes. uh, will have remarks this Wednesday when it's predicted that he will possibly loosen some restrictions. No, Got get it. rid of all of them. Dump them. Uh, that's where I was going. This governor and his sidekick need to go. Uh, We need to run them out of this state. And these restaurants, I wish everybody would just get together, throw the doors open, and give the finger to the governor and to uh, Ellison. Ellison. I'm okay with saying you can be open until 10 because that's when the, the, the... Mom and dad and families have already eaten by that time at the restaurant. It's the 10 o'clockers that want to, you know, have their COVID party or whatever the case may be. Let, let them go no holds barred. And if you want to cut them off at 10 o'clock, you seem like you're being useful, then go ahead and do that. That's just my opinion. I'm not in the restaurant business. How are you, Matthew, with the, uh, the mandate that's going to come down from uh, your president, Biden, that we all have to wear masks for what, what's the rumor, 100 days or some, something like that? Listen, uh, if I'm outside, I don't wear a mask. Everywhere else, I wear a mask. Except I got news for show. Biden. I ain't wearing a mask outside. I'm not either. You can't. I'm not wearing a mask in my car. Either I'm am not I. wearing a mask in at my house. I mean, it's just. It's, I'm not wearing a mask where they don't enforce it. <laughs> okay, That's my okay. Deal. There we go. Yeah. If if they enforce it, I'll put it on. And if I have to do business in there, fine. But otherwise, no. Not doing it. Not I'm done with this BS. Well, I hope we learn something positive on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, we don't know that. <laughs> okay, thanks, Henny. Right. Yeah, why do I sound stupid? There it is, yeah. Summarize that. If you need to go back and listen to that again, you can, because the podcast here at uh, Garage Logic was, of course, Pod MN is featured on our... Uh, there, there, were, there are podcast housing apparatus. Pod MN on your smartphone or podmn.com. On your computer. We, All right, GLS, oh, thank we, you. Okay. I didn't mean to close out the show. I was just getting a little plug for I, I didn't mean to close it out. I've got some unsafe ice to go drive on. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Stay close to the shore, bro. Yeah, about 20 feet of water. That a boy. If you go in, leave me that barn you got up there. I'd love to get my hands on that baby. <laughs> I think that's it. I think we're done. Think okay. so? Yeah, I think it's so. It's like baby bleeping Huey <laughs> for the third Whoops. time. Whoops. We got to tell that story, boys. Who's going to France today? Uh, I am probably this week. I might not right. be able to get there today, but uh, I'm stopping to get all of my uh, batteries changed. Arnie at the St. Louis Park location doesn't know the trouble he got himself in. I'm bringing everyone there to get changed oh. out. Someday I'll tell the putting up Sophia's barn door story and how that went. Maybe I'll tell it the next time I'm on Friday. There we go. It didn't work out well.